Father in heaven, we thank you for gathering us here at this lunch hour. We thank you for your hand of mercy. We thank you for Jesus who died on the cross to redeem us from our sins, but he also is our Lord and our King. So God, as we look at the topic, the kingdom of God, a present reality, I pray that God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will make your reality so real in our hearts. Speak through me and speak to all of us. Address specific issues. Expand the kingdom in our, your kingdom in our hearts that we shall be the agents of the kingdom at the end. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, choir. All uh, Saints Cathedral leadership, thank you for putting for us here this time of prayer. My name is Agnes Jetomo Nesmas. For you who have just joined in, this is lunch hour, which ends at two, so you are not lost, you are in the right place. Our topic today for lunch hour is the kingdom of God, a present reality. The kingdom of God, a present reality. Luke chapter 17 Verse 2021. The topic is the kingdom of God, a present reality. Luke chapter 17, verse 2021. I'm going to read. Now when he had now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. The word of the Lord. So, Jesus, we all know from church school, from around church. You know you can be around church, but when you are not in actual sense a member of the church. Or you have never received Jesus. I'm going... So when I look at this question of the Pharisees, I factor my life. I, I'm a son of a preacher, both parents. So I grew up around church and I learned church language. You know church language? You know how to reply like a person of the church, but in actual sense, the one who put the church, you have never met him, you don't know him. And it went on for 20 years. So I got saved when I was 20. Now, that was 1993, I was going to do senior four exams. I took another number of years to begin in actual sense to up 2005. This whole thing of experiencing the kingdom of God remains something a bit far. I would hear people say God speaks to them. It would never touch me. So these Pharisees, they had Jesus who is in actual sense the king. And they were asking him, when will the kingdom of God come? They have the king because the person they are asking is Jesus, the king of kings. He was there. And they were asking, when will the kingdom of God come? They have a king. This was not just a foreign king. He was the king of kings, the king of the Jews. Later on the cross, 
the people who crucified said the king of the what? Of the Jews. So they were asking, when will the kingdom of God come? And who were asking? The Pharisees. The Pharisees were not ignorant of the scriptures, of the law of Moses, but also the writings of the prophets and the prophetic books. So they were not ignorant people. The people asking, they were not like you are passing around, let's say, a shrine where they worship another god and they, you are like, that one, who will, when will the other one come? No, these were people who were the custodians of the very word of God. They had the law of Moses with them. They knew the matters around Israel. And here, they were very busy observing the scriptures. But the one the scriptures were talking about had come. And they could never understand. They were asking, when will it happen? Then, Jesus gave them an answer. The kingdom of God does not come with observations. I'm very much aware that the funeral service starts at two. So don't worry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, they are asking Jesus who is the king and he answers them and tells them the kingdom of God does not come by observations. And then down, because of time I can't go there, down he goes on to say, to tell them like in the days of Noah, people were getting married, others in marriage. You can imagine, because people did not know what was going on in the days of Noah, they are referring to the days of the flood. Some people's wedding days were on the day the flood started. Can you imagine? Because you are ignorant of the plan of God and what is on God's current of the hour. So while they are giving in marriage and getting married, in actual sense, the flood got them. So God came in judgment. Can you imagine you have your wedding day on the day of judgment when the whole world is going to be crushed and you are not aware? That's what mere observations can do when you are not hearing the voice of God. So, then earlier, Jesus had healed ten leprous men. By hearing the ten leprous men, it means the, the one who cleanses, not just the physical sickness, but the one who cleanses our hearts from sin was present. And they knew after that healing and the testimony of the one who had been healed, they were asking, when will the kingdom of God come? Earlier in the book of Kings, you remember a man called Gehaz was the assistant of prophet Elisha. A man called Naaman came from Syria and he was healed. And because God's healing and deliverance does not come at a human being's cost. And that is the reason God wanted to teach a Gentile king and the official. Gehaz went behind the back of Elisha and extracted money and other material word from the healed king, uh, commander. And if you remember your Bible very well, 
Elisha pronounced judgment that Gehaz will be reprossed throughout, meaning he will be anachrine and rejected from the society. Because being a raper in Israel, you would not join with the rest of the people. That was the situation. Now, the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? I don't know for you what is your question. God, where are you? Especially on a trying moment like this, for some of you, the occasion you have come. They wanted, ans- they wanted this question answered, but using the brain. The brain cannot avail for you what you think you need to understand the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Earlier, Jesus had told in Luke chapter 4, earlier in Luke chapter 4, and from verse 42 to verse 43, The Bible says, and when it was day, he departed and went into a deserted place, and the crowd sought him, and came to him, and tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. He was preaching in the synagogue of Galilee, I believe some of the Pharisees who were asking had been present. So he had told them the kingdom of God is present because he was present. In Matthew chapter, in Matthew chapter 3, John Baptist, in Matthew chapter 3, John Baptist had this, he said he told the Jews Verse 1 and 2. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The Pharisees were still asking, when will the kingdom of God come? And whom are they asking? The king himself. And he looks at them, he tells them, the kingdom of God does not come by your observation. Let me ask, what is, it, what is it that you are religiously observing to the extent that you cannot go beyond that to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Because that's what will make the difference. You know, in church, especially here at All Saints, I don't know whether you have ever been around when people are going to take Holy Communion. They are so composed and well organized that you wish that is how they live their lives in the families, how they live their lives at work. And most of us, we are at that level. The kingdom of God has never come to your heart. And Jesus says it is within you. Jesus was present. But friends, you need to go beyond that. You need to have the Spirit of God at work in your heart in order for you to experience the kingdom of God. Or you will remain with questions. The kingdom of God is experiential. 
you have experienced it in your heart. And because you are empowered by the Holy Spirit, he begins to give you, let me read something in Acts. Something in Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 and verse 7. And he said to them, It is not for you to know times and season or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. They were also, the early, in verse 6, they had asked about when will the kingdom of God come. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and the end of the earth. You shall receive power. This power is an experiential power. If you have touched it, if God has touched you and you have it, you know. If you don't have it, you may assume you have. And most of the time at church, most people assume the Jews were being ruled by the Romans. So the kind of kingdom they were looking out for was like the ones of David. In the days of David, the nation of Israel conquered a river, they went. So they thought when a king comes, will be like David, where they will gain their freedom, political freedom. They were much focused on the political freedom. Of course, that one comes with economic freedom. But the king that had come was, had come to redeem, beginning with the state of their hearts. Why? They were observing. Friends, let me, let me tell you this. Your careful observation will not bring the kingdom of God in your heart. For them, they were observing scriptures, maybe reading the newspapers. I don't know for you what you are observing. By the way, you might be a believer. Originally, you used to experience and have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You would walk with God with ease, and there was life of God around you. But over time, things have gone to a place you don't understand. So, because... The act in the book of Acts, the ones who were saying when the kingdom of God will come, this time they were the disciples. So it is easy to be serving God, but you still have unanswered questions. And all of us, in whatever state you, have, you are in, in one way or another, you have an answered question. The Pharisees had an answered question. When will the kingdom of God come? I don't know what is in your marriage that is not answered. Some of you, the children are soon doing exams, you have an answered question. Theirs was about the kingdom of God. I don't know what is not answered in your life. They wanted an answer, but they wanted it their way. That is the challenge they had. The kingdom of God is a present reality. The danger is, is when you try to access God your own way. You put a structure and a system how the kingdom of God should come to you. I got saved, but I have my way 
of doing things. You have not allowed God to be the governor. Friends, this month at All Saints Cathedral, we are looking at the general theme with the voice of God. These people were with the king, but they couldn't hear the king's what? Voice. They were asking him, when will the king and the kingdom come? Will you open your heart to the reading of the Holy Spirit for you to begin to experience the voice of the king? Why? I'm going to read two scriptures and we shall pray. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, in Ecclesiastes chapter 8, the Bible says, verse 2, I say, keep the king's command for the sake of your oath to God. Do not be hasty to go from his presence. Do not take your stand for an evil thing. For where, for whatever he, he whatever pleases him, for he does whatever pleases him. Verse 4. Where the word of a king is, there is power. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who made said to him, what are you doing? In the presence of Jesus, there is the power of God. These people were with Jesus, they were not experiencing the power of God because they had set a system of how the king and the kingdom should look like. They were not watching the changes. I have known over time, as a believer, I've been saved for the last 30 years by the grace of God. Every time I insist on the unanswered prayers, I fail to see in my life where God is working. That's what had happened to the Pharisees. The nature of the kingdom of David, the oppression of the Romans, had caused them not to see the king. I told you I will read two scriptures we shall pray. In Titus, Titus chapter 3. Titus chapter 3. And verse... Let me begin from verse 1. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey but to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, and showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, the kindness, this lunch hour, where the topic, the kingdom of God is the present reality, pray. That the kindness and the love of God and the Savior towards man will come to you. If you have never received him, stop looking for your way to get to him like the Pharisees. Come, come to his kindness, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to, the mass, to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. 
Our salvation comes to us by the kindness and the mercies of God. When he powers his spirit on you, it renews your spirit and you become alive to the reality of the kingdom of God. Without the, without the Holy Spirit, there will never be reality of the presence of the kingdom of God. And when you have the reality brought by the Holy Spirit, you become a witness. You are no longer walking as a defeated Christian. Praise the Lord. I want us to stand up and pray. And I would like you to ask God to address the unanswered areas. The unanswered areas. The Pharisees came and said, when will the kingdom of God come? Bring that particular area in your life where you are saying, God, when will you intervene in this situation? Is it a marriage that is falling apart? Is it children that are getting scattered? Are they ask God to visit you in that area? And if you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is the time to receive his kindness and mercy. Let us pray. Just be specific. Say, God, this area, I have unanswered questions like the Pharisees. When will your visitation and you are ruling? Because when the kingdom comes and the king, God rules in that area. Is there a habit you are struggling with and God is not the ruler, the leader, the king? Ask God to visit you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring to you every one of us. God, for some people, even the funeral itself is bringing questions. For some people, it is unanswered prayers and unclear deaths. They are saying like the Pharisees, when will the kingdom come? And you are telling us that your kingdom is a present reality. Ask the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Ask him in your life. Through him, you will experience the presence of God, which is the present reality. God told Moses that the presence of God will go with him and will bring him rest. Some of you, it is restlessness in your soul. Ask the presence of God to visit you and to give you rest from your labors. Father, we pray that you deliver us from our own systems and observations. We choose to surrender to you. I ask that God you will answer our questions because you are present. The same way you were present where the Pharisees were. I ask that God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you meet us. Meet some heart that is crying. Address God a particular pain. Father in heaven, we thank you for this time. We ask a blessing over it. God, I pray for everybody here and those online that you will minister to them. That your kingdom will be a present reality. That you will power your spirit to renew them internally in the name of Jesus. That you will give them mental rest, emotional rest, financial rest. Touch every area of their life. Deal with all kinds of oppression. In Jesus' name we have prayed.